Hola. We have a special guest, Lennox the cat. Here. <laughs> it's a uh, it's our second in 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 studio guest is the sleeping cat. Yeah, he's sleepy tie tie. Yeah. Uh, episode nineteen. Is that where we're at? Yeah. Oof. It's getting up there. Serials. I heard once you get to twenty, that's when the big bucks start. Is that what in. it is as opposed to the 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 trickle? Wait, what? The bucks we get rolling in now. Yeah. I like so it. We just got to get one more, and we're going one more, and then we're billionaires. We got an old friend on today. A, a very close friend, an old friend. We go all of us. We go all go way back a billion years. Second, third grade. Yeah. Well, he was a grade below us. You yeah. it was you. I know you and I and him all had that second, third grade combination class together. Yeah. In the elementaries. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's been a long time. So definitely. I think Brent and I uh, gotten a lot of uh, crazy stories. Yeah. Definitely. When we we're in third grade, I tried to make a submersible. Yep. Out of a dog carrier. Yeah. By taking saran wrap over the holes <laughs> and taping it with duct tape. Yeah. I was ready to send them off down a raging river, <laughs> a creek firehouse, because it just rained. Yeah. And his dad showed up like, "What the hell are you geniuses doing?" Oh, uh, I love, I love, I love all stories that involve his dad. Yeah. <laughs> his dad was like a modern Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he was yoked. Yeah, he was like he the walk buffest, through like doors sideways. The buffest man, yeah, because he didn't want to knock the house over. Yeah, he was, he was a big <laughs> he guy. Ripped. He's still like strong. Oh yeah, still. Yeah, he must work out. I think he does. Good for him. So Brent, he went on one of those semesters at sea. Yeah, but he was a teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that when he did it. Yeah, I thought he was a student. I thought he was a learner, a learnifier, not a telefier. I thought he just went to pick up on Asian girls. Yeah, but he's already he was already in Japan. Why would he leave Japan to go pick up on Asian girls? There's other kinds of Asias. <laughs> it's true. There's but, there's there's a wide variety. That's true. Cambodian, that's true. Laotian, Laotian. You know, maybe he wanted to. He wanted a Singapore slang. The, the tour to Asia. <laughs> and like at the Olive Garden. Yeah, is that what it is? Tour, tour of Italy. Is that what that is? You get like. Parmesan. <laughs> I've never been to an Olive Garden. What's wrong with you? Actually, no. I went once with a sea dog and his grandmother in like 1989 or something. Like that. You know, the breadsticks. I think that was probably what I had then. They're amazing. So Brent, he's going out, traveling the world. Yeah. Uh, goes into some crazy, crazy story. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's every episode. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Brent Brent is going out. <laughs> so he's, he's sharing a crazy story at sea. Correct. We've had a couple of those. Uh it's it's I think there's something to be said about the the sea stories. You know, I think people like telling them as they, they stand out. Like You've, like, how often are you out at sea, like, on a boat doing these kinds of things? I don't have any good sea stories. Yeah, but you don't, uh, neither do I. But I mean, I told you about my fear of sharks. So. Yeah. But yeah. I can just see because it's kind of a novel thing. So anything that goes weird on an already novel experience is like a total story. I don't think there's ever been a good story that involved a boat, right? You got like the perfect storm. Yeah, Moby Dick. Titanic. Yeah. Um, there's other boat movies too. Jaws. Jaws. It's like nothing good happens on boats. No. No. Well, Brent found that out the hard way. Yeah. 
Hey Cody, hey Steve-O, this is Brent Warner. Um, you know me from your childhood. Uh, I also have a podcast called the EdTech TV Podcast. Um, it's about teaching and stuff like that, and so there might not be a lot of overlap with your audience, but uh, it is out there, so if you're interested in teaching and technology and things like that, uh, it's over at edtech.tv. So today I want to tell the story about being attacked by pirates. About five years ago or so, I got a pretty awesome job working on a cruise boat that uh, went around the world. So not like an up and down the coast cruise boat, but a full circumnavigate the globe type of cruise boat uh, where we uh, we hit everything, pretty much every major city on the uh the uh, northern hemisphere and it was a pretty great job um you know it took 101 days to get around the world and you know uh what can i say great experience so on the boat uh it's this 800 foot boat approximately so it's not a super modern luxury liner like those massive ones that you see with the zip lines or anything like that it's an old-fashioned cruise boat it was uh you know built in the 60s and, uh, you know, had it had its big run on things. And actually, I heard that it just recently got scrapped or is in the process of being scrapped. But anyways, I had this job on the boat and we were uh, going around the world. And probably a few weeks into the trip, uh, we kind of came up around, um, well, Somalia. <laughs> we were actually heading into the Gulf of Aden and, uh, and we were looking over at getting in towards uh, Bab el-Mandeb, which is the uh, strait between Djibouti and Yemen and leads between the Gulf of Aden and the Red Sea. And uh, we were having a party, as you start to do on these boats, and the, basically what ends up happening is it's kind of like a college situation. I mean, there's people of all ages, but Everybody's in little rooms and shared with roommates and everything like that. And uh, in order to save money, because there's alcohol and you know things like that in the restaurants, but people don't want to spend all that much money, so they they uh, sneak booze into their rooms and they have little private room parties, a lot like any college situation where you know kids are sitting around on the floor and uh, drinking and chatting and whatever. Um, so I was there with uh, you know, a handful of friends in a room with uh, with some of the uh, non-staff uh, members on the boat, and we're just all hanging out, having a good time. He's out there partying. Just, just, just rock star life. He's mixing a little business with pleasure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he's, I he's fraternizing. He's fraternizing with the lessers, I noticed. Some students. Yeah, I see that. When the, that's, that's, That has to be frowned upon, I'm imagining so. Well, when you're at sea, there's well, no oh, jurisdiction. That's true. It's it's um it's <laughs> maritime law takes over, and, and then the the rules that we live by don't apply anymore. Yeah. So yeah. So maybe he can fraternize. So Cody. Yes. You've been on a cruise. I did. I went on a cruise in tenth uh, grade. Tenth grade. Any shenanigans? Tenth grade shenanigans happen? Yeah. You know it's funny. So it was through the Caribbean. Okay. I went with my uncle because he had like stepson that was a little bit younger than me okay um and so we went out so i was probably like 15 maybe um it was one of those royal caribbean cruise uh-huh. lines like the really nice one with the zip lines and the swimming pools yeah yeah like i was i got to shoot uh, shotgun skeet shooting off the at at bow. at <laughs> bow <Yeah. laughs> i thought you say at haitians no that would have <laughs> been cooler we were supposed to go to haiti but there was the embargo so we oh, didn't okay. let us go. Oh. um so the first stop we had was in mexico and we went and saw, uh, I don't know, some fucking 
some Mexican shit. Mayan ruins yeah. or something. And so me and my cousin were like, yeah, whatever, this is fucking lame. Now now that'd be rad, but at 15, the game yeah. is lame. So we rushed back to the bus, you know, because you have this shore leave on the cruise. Yeah, yeah. And we get on the bus, and the bus driver's like, you want a Coca-Cola or Cerveza? And I'm like, we look at each other like, what? I'm like, oh, fuck, there's no drinking age in Mexico. Yeah, there is. No, Just not here. I mean, there is. Well, you're not going to give a fucking eight-year-old <laughs> a beer, right? Well, it depends, I guess, what part of Mexico you're in. So we're both like cerveza. Yeah. So we pound like three beers. And then when we get back to the, the port, we go to this liquor store and we buy a bunch of those little travel Oh, like, like the, the one-shotter things? Like the two-shotters? We got vodkas and Kahlua. I don't know. We were making white, white Russians, Russians, maybe. <laughs> what? So we get it's back a, to the... It's a hell of a Caucasian there, back, Jackie. No, that was before that. I was, know, it's yeah. before Big Lebowski. So we... We get back to the boat, the cruise ship, and my aunt is like, you guys have to go to this teen dance club thing. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you guys are going. So this is like 1994-ish. Yeah. You're like 16. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, what's like, what are they playing like? um, Ace of Base? That's exactly what I was thinking of. I couldn't put the name. Like, I was going to say the sign. That's the one I was trying to think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most likely. (laughs) So (laughs) we have to... Get like dressed up in these fucking dumb shirts. Like, uh-huh. I think I had like a silk shirt or something. Oh, this, lame. Black silk underwears. Yeah, black silk underwears. So we're like, let's just get fucked up before we go. Oh yeah. So we got hammered. We go to this teen club and there's like, they're looking like girls there or whatever. Yeah. And so, me and my cousin just start like trying to dance and like you knew me back then. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't familiar with the ladies. No. They make complaints to the management <laughs> and we get kicked out of the teen club that's fucking great and it worked out well because we weren't allowed to go back that is awesome for the rest of the the, the tenure trip. of the trip so we kind of got out of it that's awesome but then we're like we still had the vodka and the, the did they kick you out for being drunk or just for being shitty to girls i think we're for being <laughs> shitty to girls <laughs> we didn't know we were drunk <laughs> but after that, we're like, oh, let's make white Russians, but we needed to get milk. Yeah. And so on the cruise, they have like 24-hour like buffet. Yeah. And we went and just got milk, milk. so we could go back and make white Russians. <laughs> and that was the extent of the trip. That's good. It's it like, I like I like the storytelling about the cruise. The only thing you talk about is getting drunk with some kid and getting kicked out of a dance. Yeah. And that's that's sick. You could have done that here. Yeah. You know the weird thing about that was too is like the one girl that I remember like dancing with, like there was like a directory that oh. they give everybody saying like all the people on the boat and like it said like her name and where she was from and she was from like San Francisco and I was uh-huh. like oh that's really cool and like I'm like I'm gonna talk to her like about San Francisco because you like, were just I didn't like, do anything well because you had seen Big Trouble in Little China so many times yes I was well versed in Chinatown yeah you ever been to Chinatown <laughs> you're, so you're from San Francisco huh you wanna go to so it's like the are the Wing Chun like are like is the Wing Kong really like everywhere in, China, in San Francisco I mean have you seen a Chang Sing these Sing Dings <laughs> these sing- they got enemies <laughs> Wing Kong <laughs> you wanna hang out and talk about it yeah, and that's when cool. they're like you out of here yeah you're all no but Asshole, you're done. <laughs> Yo, but she's got green eyes. Uh, so we're hanging out in the room and all drinking and people are just kind of wandering in and out of the room a little bit and things like that. And it started to get kind of late and there's only a couple people left in the room. And 
all of a sudden, just out of totally nowhere, I was kind of sitting on the floor with my back up against uh, one of the closets, and I just did a major tilt where all of a sudden I wasn't sitting on the floor, but I was kind of half laying on my back because the boat had just made this massive, massive uh, tilt over to the left-hand side. And I was like, what the heck is going on? I couldn't figure it out. Uh, you know, it was very, very confusing. And all of a sudden, and especially when you've had a couple of drinks in you, um, it wasn't, you know, super sloppy or anything like that, but it was just, you know, you're something you're not expecting after you feel like you're kind of used to life on the boat. So uh, this massive tilt and all of a sudden the sirens come on over the speakers and we hear these speakers going off and they're going off in all different languages and they're saying, go to your room, go to your room, lock your door immediately. And I open up the doorway into the hallway and I see, uh, you know, lights flashing and everything. And they say, please, everybody go to your own room so that we can uh, make sure, you know, manage where you are and everything like that. And I'm looking around going, what, what on earth could possibly be going on? Okay. So the alarms are going off telling him to go back to his room. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's just code for them to go there because the shit's going down. Yeah. Right, you're sinking. Oh, that's it. So they're going to lock you in your room? So all the faculty, the upper echelon, so the faculty the that, yeah, that have tenure, they're all over there the on the... The boats? Yeah. And then, it, and then it, once it. they're all off, yeah, right, like 20 yards away or whatever, yeah. and then they go on the radio and they're like, okay, all you away motherfuckers... From the, away from the drag, right? Yeah. Once they're out away from the drag distance. Yeah. And then they get on the radio and they're like, okay, everybody else that's left, just uh, put on your life vest and jump. <laughs> All you students? Yeah. Anyone on scholarship, just stay. <laughs> just lock your People room. People that are paying. They have, they have like tuition. different rooms, have different alarms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the scholarship rooms, they will keep your door locked. Yeah. <laughs> so he's wondering what the fuck's going on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's got to be jarring. I'm not totally sure, but I, I, I kind of figure out, you know, well, obviously I need to start heading back to my room and I was kind of in the lower decks. And so there weren't a lot of people, you know, it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like the Titanic movie where it was just crowded and I was punching people to get through or anything like that. But, uh, I, I managed to get back to my room and I assumed, okay, well, you know, my roommates are going to show up here any minute. Uh, everything should be fine. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and these alarms are going off and there's all these things, you know. Uh, on the speakers saying, stay in your room, lock your doors. I just had no idea what was going on. So um, my roommates weren't returning, which kind of concerned me because they're telling everybody absolutely go back to your room. And I'm a little bit more of a rule follower maybe than uh, than a lot of people. So, um, so I, of course, did go back to my room. And I am peeking out of the door and I see this little old Japanese lady. She pops out of her door and uh, she <laughs> she's wearing this, uh, you know, she's wearing her pajamas, but then over her pajamas, she has on a life vest and is totally strapped down. And, I, and she looks like scared to death. And then she stares at me and it's kind of one of those frozen moments in time. And it's just this little old Japanese lady. And I'm looking down at her across, like across the hallway and she's looking up at me and she doesn't really recognize me. And she jumps into her room and slams the door shut as if I'm going to attack her or something like that. Brent. Uh, he has a tendency to be frightened very easily. <laughs> I have a good story yeah. about Brent was when it, we were back in high school. Is this running away? Yes. <laughs> is this refill? So, yeah, 
Yeah, I was gonna mention this story. Right? Oh, you motherfucker! No, you We're on it. the same wavelength. Yeah, you do it. So I was there with him. So yeah, yeah, I wasn't there for it. So you tell it. So at our school, like we had a gang of hoodlums. Yeah, we were. We, were, we hung out with. We're a little nefarious, and Brent's a little, little more straight laced at that age than. Dennis. But he wanted to to participate. Ooh, we used to like water balloon the football games. Yeah, and parents baseball games. Yeah. and we were we were pretty bad. So one night, I had this brilliant idea. Because these people, the faculty, I don't know who the fuck they were. They're coming to our school to give us, like, check it out and evaluate it. Oh, it was like a state accreditation. It was like they were like state. Yeah, I recall. recall. So we're like, let's fuck this shit up for these guys. (laughs) So we we snuck onto the school in the middle of the night. And we start spray adhesiving pornography. Oh, that's right. All over the walls. Like up in high places. And so we go down where they have this big mural and I'm on top of Brent's shoulders and then we have another guy Matt was with us and yeah. the tall guy and we're sprayed he's doing all this stuff and all of a sudden we hear this what are you kids doing and we just me Matt and Mike just drop what we're doing yeah. and we're just running yeah and this we're is, this, running away from wherever this guy was this is Mike from the bus the yeah world the bus to, tour story yeah. he, he likes say, to yeah. run so yeah he's a fast guy <laughs> we had ninja masks on we were just like out <laughs> we're running we're, we're booking it yeah Brent is a, a bigger gentleman. Yeah. Cardio would probably not be his. He's strong, uh, but I would. Uh, he would not. He he can run quickly in short bursts. Yeah. He's like a Sasquatch. Right. <laughs> but we have a long ways to trek. We're going up stairs. We're yeah. Going across the baseball field, and we hear this guy saying, "Stop or I'll shoot." That's great. And it's like you can shoot some fucking kids. Like, yeah. come on. For, like, for spray that he, he's That's what's going vagina. in my mind, right? But Brent, he's just freaked out. Yeah, because you and I at that age had already run away from many people in the middle yeah. of the night, right? And this like, was Brent's first thing where like, he's like, I want to be... Like, we're used to we're used to going, oh shit, we're going to get caught, run, go. Yeah. He's not used to that. No, not in the <laughs> least bit. We have to go and cross a very busy street to get away from the school. Yeah. In which I'm already in the bushes, like, hiding. Yeah. But I'm like, where the fuck is Brent? <laughs> And I see him running across the street and he trips because he's so winded and just scrapes up his fucking arms, his knees. He's just bleeding all over the place. Yeah. And one of our good friends, she lived in the neighborhood across the street. So we all went to her house. Just cat. Yeah. Yeah. We all went to Cat's house just to lay low. Yeah. You know, keep it under wraps. And. Brent's just, he's hyperventilating. Yeah. He looks like he's going to pass out. Yeah. And proceeds to throw up. <laughs> from fear. In her, in her kitchen sink. and adrenaline. Yeah. And running away. And I was like, Oh, Man. that's good. So I can only imagine when Do you all these alarms are going off. I bet you he puked in his room out of fear. Yeah. just like, <laughs> <laughs> He was booking it from the, the freshman's room <laughs> all the way over to his. He's like, I'm in trouble twice. Yeah. And this, what's going to happen? <laughs> These alarms are like you're not supposed to be fraternizing <laughs> alarms. Yeah, I'm gonna thought, get written up. He was caught. Yeah, he was. He was thinking he might get reprimanded. Yeah, somehow. So I'm thinking, okay, I need to get back in my room. Uh, I do hear a couple people yelling down the hallway. They, you know, it's people that I know, uh, staff on the boat, saying, uh, you know, we're gonna tell you what's going on, but you need to be in your room right now. And so I'm, I'm, you know, a little bit freaked out at this point, of course. And so I'm alone in my room there waiting. My roommates aren't showing up. And so, you know, I'm, I'm saying, well, if there's this emergency and my roommates aren't coming back, did something happen to them? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. 
So uh, I, I pull out my my dinky little camera, and by this case, I, I had a sense that, you know, there was some sort of attack going on on this boat. And I'm like, uh, you know, because there's not much else that would have been. If it, was, if it was some sort of, you know, breach in the hole or something like that, we probably would have been asked to evacuate the boat, not to lock ourselves down in a room. And so I'm thinking, okay, there's something going on. And I pull out my little camera, and... I start recording a message to my mom, a goodbye message, because I have no idea, like, am I going to die? Is, uh, you know, are we going to be taken hostage? What on earth could possibly be happening? Um, so I'm recording this message and, uh, you know, I, I leave it and I kind of tuck it away somewhere. And I'm worried that if I don't leave this camera in a place that is accessible, my mom won't ever get the message. But at the same time, I don't want it to be stolen if there's like pirates coming on the boat. So I'm trying to like, I want it to be hidden enough that they don't find it. And obvious enough that someone who comes and searches the boat after we've been kidnapped, uh, can find it. <laughs> he was scared. Yeah. Started saying, uh, Getting his affairs in order. Yeah, like a <laughs> pretty brutal dude, the young dude uh, doing the doing the goodbye letter to mom. <laughs> well, you're on some rickety ass old boat. It's like fifty years old. Like, and the alarms are going off. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I think we say there's like eight hundred people on Something this cruise like that. ship. Only a small percentage of those people are gonna survive if this thing's going under. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's brutal. I mean, Brent, I don't think he's going to be on the top of the food chain there. Mm, yeah, I, I doubt it. Right? Yeah, unless he takes a few fuckers out beforehand. Yeah, but he's a nice guy. He's not like, he'd uh, be there helping people out. I know, it's the worst. That's that's exactly why he would die. I'd be like that, <laughs> like, a-hole, just like like in Titanic. It's yeah. like trying to sneak on the boat with the women. <laughs> You're going to be uh, Billy Zane? Yeah, real men make their own luck. <laughs> Billy Zane, Titanic. <laughs> Now, of course, this is a pretty massive boat, so I wasn't thinking totally straight. And, uh, you know, if there were pirates coming on and trying to grab our stuff, they would grab it. But they probably wouldn't take 800 people hostage. It doesn't seem particularly likely. Um, after the fact, though, you know, you're not really thinking about that stuff in the moment. So there I am. Uh in the room waiting. And then finally I get a knock on the door from, uh, one of my bosses and he says, okay, Hey, it's all safe to come out. And I'm thinking, well, what the hell is going on here? Um, you know, I, I couldn't figure it, figure it out. And they said, well, you can come out, but you can't go onto the decks and you can't go outside. And, uh, you know, you can basically come out of your room and you can come into this uh, central gathering area if you want to come talk to us, but don't go outside. Like there are kind of guards all around the deck. I mean, not really guards. There were, uh, you know, crew on the boat, but they were, you know, making sure that you're not going anywhere. Of course, a couple people did sneak out and they tried to look around and um, what they saw when they when they snuck out was that there were some massive uh, naval aircraft carriers <laughs> alongside of us um, on either side of the boat, uh, guiding us through the Gulf of Aden all the way through so that we're getting past Somalia. So he is just like pirates. Holy shit. Yeah. Pirates. I rate pirates. Coming up. I mean, realistically, what are these guys going to come on and uh, shake these kids down? No, they're going to... Give me your textbooks. They're going to take the gold. Give me all your number two pezzels. <laughs> they're going to give me your TI-82s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they want to play games. And... Yeah, exactly. You, I know you have Brick Breaker. Yeah, Brick Breaker. 
I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe they saw like a old janky cruise ship and it made for an easier target. Yeah, I was gonna say like, you, you would you see like a fifty-year-old cruise ship and be like, that's where the money is. Yeah, but it's low-hanging fruit. That's true. You that's know, true. it's like that wounded. Yeah, gazelle I get. That the lions <laughs> the, go after. That is the giant, just the giant wounded gazelle. I mean, floating past you. You have to think monetarily speaking that yeah. if they went after that boat and even got like a couple hundred bucks that's still like today's work yeah you know long ways yeah you in kill, somalia kill yeah. a bunch of white kids yeah just send their heads back to their families yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds like it sounds like a party i mean based off tennis shoes alone <laughs> like true. some nikes that's true some blue jeans that's more like more than currency that's true give me your levi's <laughs> these are wranglers fuck these so the story, as it turns out, was that uh, earlier in the day, I had a friend that was up on the top of the deck. Uh, he was actually, uh, he was taking pictures from the top deck, uh, actually near the, he was on a little cruise of the captain's, uh, uh, captain's deck area. And he took a picture from behind the, the boat, like he took a picture back behind. And off in the distance in this picture, you can see one of those little, uh, little dinghy boats that's kind of just tracking along right behind um right behind our our you know fairly fairly big sized cruise boat uh but i guess what they do is they they send out these scouts and they're looking for these boats and then afterwards they come in and attack you you know in the night so as the night came this i mean there really were pirates and they came in and uh what they do is they come in directly from behind you and then when they when the boat, when the cruise boat notices, they have an evasive maneuver, which is to very quickly turn the entire wheel of the boat. And so it creates a big scoop and, it, you know, the whole boat, you know, uh, keels over to the side. And then what that does is behind the boat, it creates a whirlpool. So the whirlpool kind of instantly sucks up whatever's going back behind it. And so when there's like little dinghy boats, uh, even with pirates, if they have like AK-47s or harpoon guns or whatever, I don't know. Um, so the pirates get into that little whirlpool and they zip around in a circle and they actually shoot out the back end of it. Um, I didn't see that, uh, but this is, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it makes sense to me, at least by my rudimentary understanding of physics. And so the pirate boat shoots out the back end, and of course they're turning on the sirens and they're warning us. Evasive maneuvers. Yeah, like they, they buzz the tower or something like Maverick. Yeah, it's like... It's pretty crazy. They just have to turn it all the way. Banking hard left. right. Banking left. Yeah, exactly. It's a starboard. Starboard or is it port? That's what I thought, bro. It's one of them. Yep. Got a 50-50 <laughs> chance. Turn the wheel hard. How come in the sea they can't say left and right? I know, because it is. Right? Like, you're facing one way. I guess in case you're facing the other way, it's like, then you have to, like, you have to redirect. Like, it's wait. still. Look. Yeah, it's still left or right. You can still use it, like, knowing if I'm facing the front, this is left or right. You go to the bow. <laughs> you bow. No bow, bow. <laughs> I was doing the Al Pacino. Oh, I was... Wait, what? Oh, you go to the fucking bow. I can't even look at you. <laughs> this here, this is the bow. <laughs> Poor Brent. Yeah. He probably threw up three times by oh, now. Oh, God. Just, just vomiting. Hopefully he doesn't need to drink it. Yeah. Ugh. Yummy. Apparently, at the same time, they are calling um, the UN military, which is nearby, uh, I think, posted out of Yemen or Djibouti or something like that. Um, so it's posted nearby. And so 
almost instantly that we have military on us guiding us through the night so that we are not going to be attacked by these pirates anymore. Now, of course, very quickly, all of the rumors started coming about and, um, you know, the, the crew on the boat were telling us stories, (laughs) which, uh, which we were told to ignore, but the stories did go along the lines of, um, no man, we were jumping out there and we had to pull out our, our fire hoses and we were spraying them off the side of the boat. And, uh, my buddy, he shot some of the pirates with a, uh, flare gun and man, he shot the guy right in the head. Like he fell off the boat and he was screaming on his way down into the water. (laughs) I mean, all of these, all of these types of stories, which, um, I'm going to assume are not true, but you know, if if it makes it a little bit more fun or, (laughs) uh, or somehow more, uh, you know, a better story for people to tell in the future. Uh, sure. We could say that we shot pirates in the head with flare guns. Um, but the reality is, uh, we were definitely attacked by pirates. Um, not a lot of people have had that experience. I think the guys telling some tall tales. Okay. Okay. Hold on. How do you save the day? Okay. If I was to tell a tall tale, uh, a fucking flare gun would not be my weapon of choice, dude. Yeah. I would just be talking about, dude, I jumped, I swam like Indiana Jones to the fucking other ship. I jumped on there. I started roundhouse kicking motherfuckers. Yeah. I took an AK out the yeah. first fool. I started just fucking blowing them away. Then you know yeah. what I did? I did the fucking triple Lindy off their boat back into the water. <laughs> How does that work? You're going from high, low to high? No, you got to go high to low. No, and, uh, you from their boat. Well, I'm on the top. Back up. And then I triple Lindy off their boat into back into the ocean and do the backstroke oh. back to our boat no they just got little dinghies they're like oh. barely at sea level i don't give a fuck you I'll maybe still, could do like a, I'll a still, single lindy i'll still triple lindy that's how fucking badass my story would be you have to jump pretty high i'm doing it off their heads fool i would think i would be like look i took this grappling hook because yeah, exactly. i always have a grappling hook with me because uh, i'm a fucking ninja you're a ninja and i swung it down yeah and i swung down onto their boat yeah that's a good one and then I fucking hijacked them. That's what I'm saying, dude. And then he took. Yo, one. give me those fucking give cut up khaki pants of yours. Give me your dirty, nasty ass tank top. And then I'm I, taking your shit. So then I got on their boat and I and I said to their rowers, ramming speed, and I aimed it at the other pirate boat to their little dinghy, and I smashed one into the other as I backflipped off the boat into the water, swam back here. Thank you. Fuck you. Good night. I like how they're rowing speed and like when they hit, it just kind of be like, like when you and me are laying in the pool on like inner tubes and they like kind of just brush nah, up against man. each other. Yeah, it was hard. It Shit was hard, bro. I'm thinking it would be like, like the sea shepherds. Yeah. You know, like the Japanese guys are always going oh, out there hunting the whales. Getting blasted with the Because these guys are saying they got the yeah. fire hose and smoke bombs yeah, and exactly. shit. They got the Bob Barker. Maybe, maybe it wasn't pirates. Maybe it was whale watchers that they were blasting. Maybe Brent got so fucking drunk. <laughs> he, thought, he thought Greenpeace were terrorists. Yeah, he thought he was on the Steve Irwin. <laughs> and they were out there. Because he lived in Japan, too. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, so that's, yeah, they were following the whole he's way. He's probably like, oh, man. I'm not down for this killing the whales Mm-mm. for scientific purposes Mm-mm. or deliciousness. That's just I can't see eating whale would be. Why not? It doesn't sound good. Eh, it means it's not any better or worse than anything else. I guess it's how you prepare it. <laughs> it's true. Maybe if you marinate it in a soy ginger miso. I don't know. You know marinade. we should go to Japan and find out.
I still have not seen Captain Phillips to this day, and so I don't know how uh, similar the experience is, except that I never had a direct encounter with any of the pirates. Um, we did make it through safely uh, after we got through uh, Babel Mandeb. We uh, we made a quick stop over uh, just outside the coast of Saudi Arabia to kind of make sure that everything was fine and and uh, no big deals. I think once you're that far in, uh, you know, the Somali pirates don't really come through out of their own territory. But um, we were protected through the night. Um, I'm really glad that the captain and the crew was on quick alert, uh, whether or not they were actually spraying people off the side of the boat, um, you know, doesn't have to be true for me to be grateful for their work. Uh, and we did end up making it safely through, didn't have any other major issues, uh, throughout the rest of the, uh, the, the cruise around the world. Um, I do have other great stories from things that happened, but, uh, you know, being attacked by pirates is pretty much uh, a highlight <laughs> uh, for, at least for me, uh, a story that I'll probably take with me to the grave. Thanks, Brent. Thank you very much. Brent. Brent's got a podcast. He's got a, a, a good educational type podcast edtech tv it's about it's about the tech the technologies and the educations i think technology is very important it is the growth of the brains i know we have lots of uh, educators that we listen. do so if any of you that listen to this are smarter than me and tell people how to be smart and are bored of the poop jokes take a look at brent's take, yeah. take a little gander at, at, at brent's stuff it's good. He does like giveaways too. Yeah, he's a smarty pants. He's actually new and noteworthy. He is. He's 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 definitely a smarty pants. I showed him the secret. Oh yeah. And he took to it. And I think he's like in the top ten on education. Fuck, you know what? Fuck Brent. We should change our category. This is education. It is education. We're educational. You're, you know what? You're all smarter now. You're welcome. Give me a PhD. <laughs> yeah, we're I smart. want my doctorate. Go fuck up some smart kids. And some educations. <laughs> Check us back next time. Adieu. Bye bye. Motherfucker!